You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. <laughs> the very first thing I don't, you know what I don't like when you clap so loud. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a clapper. Cooper is uh, not really letting us podcast tonight, so it's been. Um, if you hear somebody in the background, <laughs> it's me. It's Ryan. Tonight's episode is all about you. Have you seen that Family Guy episode? Um, what with really Peter grinds? R- really grinds yes, my gears. Except it's going to be what really twists my tits. What? Yeah, and what really, what really yanks on my balls? Something no, that yanks on my twists balls. Twists your testes. Twist my testes. T-t. You know what really twists my <laughs> testes? And that's hard to say. You know what? I got, some, you, I got something that really twists hey guys, my testes. Why do we have this like Southern accent when we say it? Hey guys, you want to know what really twists my testes? Here it is. No, we were just like. Twist my we had, titties. We had one of those weekends where it was an awesome weekend. We actually stayed home. We're usually up north for the long weekends, um, which is awesome, but can be exhausting because you almost like need a vacation from your mini vacation. It's a three hour drive. It is. It's so annoying. It's oh, that's another drive. thing we can talk about yeah. the fucking kids in the car. It really twists my testes. Well, it really twists my tails. Okay. So um, basically this episode is going to be about things that are just like annoying, super annoying as parents in relationships, just regular yeah. Well, and let's jump into the I love you and you're annoying. Um, basically, Ryan's doing really awesome. He's getting up every single morning and doing a lot of working out. I'm going to twist this into two. Like it's my not a heavy one, but it's mixed with my light one. Okay. Okay. So he's doing this program where he's getting up every single morning. He's going for a walk, a long walk. And then he comes home and then he does like, what is it? 40 minutes, 45 minutes, 45 minutes, 45 minutes workout. So the one thing that really twists my thoughts about that. No, this is, I love you <laughs> and, and you're and, annoying. And it's really, I love you and you're annoying, but it really twists my tits at the uh-huh. same time is that he leaves different his segment, disgusting different segment. workout clothes 
I'm not even joking and I'm not exaggerating. Every single day, he leaves them in the corner of the bathroom on my side and I fucking step in them and they're squishy and they're disgusting. And I ask him, the door opens on my side. It's a pocket door. Hmm. No, the shower door. The (laughs) shit. I'm not trying to get away with the pocket door. I know the pocket door. The shower shower door door opens opens on my side. Yeah, but who walks okay. into a Regardless, shower? That's so annoying. It's so annoying. And I I have asked you it so many times, but that definitely well, is I was part gonna, of it. I was literally my, I love you and you're annoying. Is it's that, funny. It's funny. Like, you want to get me up because you want to go work out. Like it's funny yeah. that you're having this conversation is because it? my, I love you and you're annoying is very similar to this. Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh. Because I think, and just, just to be clear, we are both, we are both committed to uh, taking care of ourselves mm. mentally, physically, mm. and emotionally. The walk is really designed for the brain. It's really designed to get out, get some fresh air and be one with oneself. So anyways, what really grinds my gears or what I love you and what's really annoying is you wake up into this like panic. I got to do this. 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 I literally have to do all of the things. Because you wake up at eight o'clock. I don't wait. That was literally one time. I haven't. I haven't woken up up at 8 o'clock forever. This is the I love you and you're annoying and it's my turn. (laughs) But it's incorrect. It's my turn. It's incorrect. I wake up at 5.30 (laughs) to get this stuff done. And I wake up at 5.30 specifically because every other ounce of the day is taken care of. That's fair. Every other ounce of the day is taken care of. So I wake up at the crack of dick Mm -hmm. to be able to commit to this, to be able to have this because I'm committed to it. And and I know that if I push it off to the end of the day, it's not going to happen and I'm going to be pissed off at myself. So I'm committed to getting up, waking up, getting out the door, getting my workout in, and then contributing as much as I can. You have been, and I've noticed this, you have been sleeping in lately. Mm. And then when you wake up, I've had the kids, mm. I've had my workouts. I need to move the the needle towards work now. Right. So I got to get ready for work and I'm waking you up and you're like, I need help with this. I need help with this. I need help with this. Well, you, you should have been awake an hour ago. I think the difference is, is I always have one kid with me and they're, and they're sleeping. Like it's very rare that you have both of them. It's very, don't look at me like that. It's very rare that you have both of them down at the same time. And I think my whole thing is, is when I'm finally up and I literally slept till eight one time. So please. It's been 745, eight o'clock. No, it has not. Consistently. No, it has not. I'm literally setting the kids upstairs to wake you up so I can get ready for work. This is so untrue. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I think so. Then I come down and I'm like, okay, so you've been downstairs with the kids for however long. Like if you could have just cleaned out the lunch from before while they're sitting down watching TV or made breakfast or something, just one of the 15 billion jobs that I, and then in the morning that are going on, if you could just take on one of them, I wouldn't be like such a psychopath. Right. Okay. So I love you and you're annoying. Wake up. Just wake up earlier. I do. Wake up like normal like, people wake honestly, up and then I, you won't have all these issues. I am awake, but the problem is, is I have, I just like, I'm a terrible sleeper. Like I really you am. got an excuse for everything. No, I'm just a terrible sleeper. I really am. I just, some, I'm some, so tired. Some people have a problem for every solution. Okay. The you solution like, is twist wake up. My tits. Just I do wake, wake up, up earlier. I do. I really do. I've been setting my alarm for seven. So and please. And saying, fuck you. No, I have. I literally Brittany, have. Brittany, wake up. Brittany, wake up. Brittany, wake up. Not today, son. Please note 
to our listeners that I have texted you and been like, hey, what time are you in? I'll be up at this time or I'll come down before you even go. And I'm like, hey, I'm right here, blah, 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 quarter to seven, 645, seven o'clock, because that was our I conversation. Specifically, we talked about conditions of satisfaction. I sat you down and I said, Britt, mm. if you can kindly wake up right. at quarter to seven, everything would be fine. Right. <laughs> I feel like we're getting in a real argument here. If I, if if I get up just... at quarter to seven every single day, and I'm serious, I will set an alarm every single day. Can you please make Riley's lunch if she's at camp or get the kids breakfast? Well, hold on. Without me asking. Sweetheart, there's no problem. Perfect. There's no this problem. Is the end Wake of this. up so that I can work out. Oh my God. Because it, what's happening is I'm not working out and then the kids this are here and I'm playing with the kids. Anyways, listen, listen <laughs> I, I love like you, Brittany. I love minutes. you. And you're, that's annoying. So just wake up. That's all I'm saying. All right. Just help me out in the morning. That's all I'm saying. All right. So let's get into the, what twists your, what twists your testicles? Twist my tits. Um, okay. I want to start with this story because it's fresh today. It's fresh. Um, oh, I got a funny story. Remind me before this is over, but the snake. Okay. Cause I, you, I told a, you to, I told you to save it for the podcast. Yeah, I got okay. Yeah. Remind okay. me. So today, so we're at the park and, um, this little girl's there and she's probably like eight or nine. And, uh, my kids are very friendly kids. Like when there's other kids around, they want to play. Our kids, I should say. I'm, yep, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really talking to you. I was, I'm here. I was talking to the listener. <laughs> still our kids. Whether it's that me made, or anyone else, it's still our kids. No difference. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Our kids are very friendly kids and I like to play with other kids. They get that from Ryan. Mm-hmm. What? Right. That's rude. Mm. Um, I'm a social butterfly. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Anyway, there's this little girl and she comes over to play um, at this park. And she's like very close in proximity to the kids. So Riley's playing with this other little kid and um, they're talking and the girl comes up. And uh, I see Riley ask the little girl um, something. I don't know what it was because I was sitting down on the edge. And then I see Riley's face change. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go over there. She can figure it out. A couple minutes comes by. She comes over and she's like, mom, um, that girl was really rude. And I was like, well, what happened? And she said, well, I just asked her what her name was if if she wants to play with us so I know what to call her. And she said, why is everybody asking me that? Leave me alone. And I was like, oh. God. I was like, you know what, honey, maybe she just doesn't want to play with anybody right now. So just move on. So she's like, okay. Then Cooper, she's at, she's at the same kind of area that Cooper's playing in. I see Cooper and I'm close enough at this point that I'm hearing what's happening. And Cooper's like, hi. And the little little girl, the girl is like, go away. I want to be by myself. She's just very dramatic. Mm. And I was like, I was pissed because Cooper's three and he comes back and he's so sad. And this is what I was like, hi, sweetheart. You're at a public park, meaning that kids are playing here and they don't need to go away. If you, (laughs) if you want to be alone, then you need to leave. Like I was pissed because this is now the third time they were rude. And so then she kind of sulks there for a while and then she finally leaves and ends up going to talk to her dad. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I don't like confrontation, but I was like so ready. I had a full conversation in my head ready to have with this father and it never happened but we walked by cooper said hi dad said Here's hi the thing like what what do you do what is the protocol mm. for shitty kids hanging out with your kids because listen here's the truth i i watch our kids when we're at the park mm-hmm. i try to be very attentive with our children and if my child is being a total d-bag yeah, yeah. I'll i'm pulling i'm pulling them off and i'm having a conversation with them right now, I realize that sometimes we take our kids to the park so that we don't necessarily have to, you know, 
we can quote unquote parent parent from afar. You can parent, sit down. Yeah, you can sit down. You can relax. You right. can breathe. It's stressful. <laughs> but I think if your kid's being an asshole, yeah, you have to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. You have to be because I feel like if you're not aware of your kid's assholeness then I, you're probably more than likely going to side with them when the conflict happens. Yes. Well, because you probably won't know, like, they're going to slightly change the story. They're right. not going to come you're, up you're, and admit. And you're going to assume that your kid's not a total asshole. Right. But if you're paying attention and you realize your kid's being an asshole and you don't do anything, mm-hmm. I think that makes you an asshole. I think so too. Like, I think there's two different things that happen. You're right. Like, if your kid is the one who's being a dick... You need to be the one to remove your child or have that conversation. And this is especially frustrating. Like I will survey the area first. I'm like looking for the parent of little stupid Jimmy who's being rude. Right. And if the parent is, is present there, I probably won't step in right away. But if the parent is witnessing little Jimmy being a dick and not doing something, I will for sure step in. But that's like that. But but it's, it's difficult because you don't want to parent someone's kid in front of someone's in front of somebody. But that's when you shouldn't you, have to. That's when you do the generalized you shouldn't thing. Have, I get it. I get the generalized thing and you shouldn't have to I do know, it. But some, people some of are our dicks. closest friends, what I love most about them and I think why they have continued to be our friends for years and years and years. Like I think of the D-Roys, for yeah. instance. Adam and Heather. Similar Adam and Heather are my favorite couple because they parent very similar to us. Yeah. They will not let their children be assholes. They mm-hmm. just won't. Yeah. I said it from the very beginning. All Riley's ever going to know if we do like literally all we have to do is this, teach them how to laugh, mm-hmm. teach them how to love and teach them how to not, not to be, be an, an asshole. asshole. Yeah. And I, I think this kind of goes back to like what really twists my tits is when people don't um, admit to when their kid's being a dick. Like everybody wants their kid to be perfect, yeah, but they're, they're not. not. Fucking Cooper just pushed, just pushed. Our, our son literally just pushed a kid off a trampoline <laughs> and could have killed him. It was bad. And like, we're not going to blame anybody else. There was other kids. Piece do, of shit move. It's fault. Cooper had to take full responsibility. I didn't know this happened. You had told me, but we are fully saying, well, that was not right. We spent the whole morning talking cool. about it. No, not, not cool, man. Cool. He was being a little dick. He pushed a kid off a trampoline. But you have to. Could have killed him. You have to take ownership that of that as a parent. And what really twists my tits is when they don't. And you assume that your kid is the best kid. It's not yeah, true. It's not the kid. It's not the kid. It's no, the parent. It's not. All right. 100% is the parent. Do you want to? Okay. Here's what really twists my testicles. Testies. Yeah. Twists my testes. <laughs> And it's more of a question. It's more of a question because I I feel like I want, I don't know the answer to this. I have feelings around this. I have emotions around this Mm. and, and it gets me every single time. And I I think I need some coaching around this. Okay. So if you're listening and you've got some advice for me. Oh, not me? Or you. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. 
What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits, to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. What do you do when your kid... Okay, I, I'm going to be careful because I am not saying if your kid sucks at sports, <laughs> if your kid isn't good at sports, but they try really hard. It's different. I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, that's totally different. I'm all different. for it. L- listen, you do not have to be an elite athlete to understand and to get the lessons that sports teaches you as a child and as a kid. And then it's like growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I think sports is like, a, uh, I think it's like a, a perfect way to teach people how to be in real life situations. Yeah, sociable. Right. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. I think sports are the best. Do you? Do you think I they're do. the best? I love sports. <laughs> we love sports and we don't care who knows. Okay. Here's here's what I have a problem with. It's not the parents of the kids who suck. It's the parents of the kids who don't try. Mm. And today, I was that parent. Yeah, because Riley has been like today, just so blah. Today, Riley decided, she made a choice that at some point in time in the first 
one, two, three, four, eight seconds of the game that she wasn't going to play. That was like last week too. And I sat and I watched and my blood started to boil because let's back this up for a second. Riley is an elite athlete. She's very athletic. She's incredibly athletic. So when I know that my child is capable of something and they choose not to be. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. But what's really frustrating is that she doesn't get that her actions hurt her teammates. Absolutely. It's not just like golf. She's just messing up her own. There were three goals that were scored today. Because of her? Not (gasps) necessarily because of her, but could have very easily been prevented if she would have played the game. So what you're saying is she sucks. I'm not saying she sucks. (laughs) I'm saying she sucked today. Yeah, no, I get you. And so like part of me wants to be the support system for my daughter to Mm -hmm. know that, you know, your dad's here. He loves you. He cares about you. It's not about winning, although it is kind of. It's not about winning. It's about having fun. It's about trying. It's about trying. Mm-hmm. So I'm supporting her. I'm supporting her. And then she gets embarrassed because I'm supporting I know. her. And then she and then really I start getting, shuts down. And then I start getting angry because she starts to suck. And I don't mean suck as in like athletically suck. I mean, she just starts to be a suck. Yeah, I agree. And I'm like so mad. I'm so frustrated. And I'm like, breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. She's only seven, Ryan. Yeah. She'll figure this out. I'm sure if I if my mom's listening to this, she's going to say, <laughs> I had to pay you a dollar otherwise. Otherwise, you're picking lilies, you little piece of shit. And you're right, mom, I was. But guess what? That dollar changed some things for me. Here's what I, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Because I'm telling you right now, your your dad was beside me. Your mom was beside me. Your dad says to me, well, this was a waste of a drive. And he's right. Yeah. So then I get into this like, oh man, like I. I and feel like, bad. Just to, I feel bad that they drove here to watch to Riley predi- not do anything. Predicate that. My dad is very sarcastic. He wasn't like he wasn't dead serious, but he was also annoyed that. Well, there's a part of him that yes, is quite serious sure, because he knows he knows at Riley's exactly. athleticism just like I know Riley's yeah. athleticism. So what do you do? Do you get angry? Do you get upset? Do you try to pull him aside? Here's what I wanted to do. I wanted I pulled Riley aside and I wanted to just say we're going home. Yeah, we're going home because I'd rather her teammates know. That she's not on the field and and isn't going to do her job Mm because she's not there. Then to think she's going to do her job, rely on her to do her job and let her watch someone drive, dribble the ball right past them. Let's be clear too. Like her team has multiple players. So if you pulled the team, if you pulled Riley from the team, they wouldn't be like screwed. Like there's, there's subs, right? There's too many players for soccer. But I think with that, it's like you run into part of you wants to embarrass them. Right. Because you're like, this is a lesson. And part of you doesn't because you want that like nurturing. You want to protect your child. Because embarrassing but, but a seven year old is not probably the best. No, I know. Advice. No, I know. But like part of you is like, this is like unacceptable. Like it we're is. leaving. But the other part is like, that's what she wants. She wants to go. Like she right. doesn't want to play. So you're like, we're not going. Absolutely not. Like you don't want to pull her because then you're just saying like, yep, yeah, you get bored, you quit. However, I think with soccer, like, we put Riley in soccer so she could run around. She's got so much friggin' energy. Not today. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is a rec soccer league in our town, and it's great, and I'm so glad that it's there. Riley's coaches were switched, and right now I wouldn't say that there's a soccer coach Well, there right wasn't now. one today. I know. There was no coach today. I'm they aware. There. She was like, I'm not coming. But when we were doing practices, 
she had somebody who actually knew what they were talking about with soccer, who was teaching her skills. And she was thriving in that. And you then so? she was. Not she, when I was there. Oh, when I was there. It doesn't matter. We're getting off topic. Too hot. It's really annoying when they do that because you know that their abilities are there, but at the same time, you don't want to allow them to quit. Uh, it's hard. It's really hard when, when they're really into something like Riley loved gymnastics, but she pulled the same shit sometimes. Let me ask you this question because this is very similar. So what if your kid does actually suck? suck? Like, because, I'll tell you, because I'll tell you this, like today, this is not soccer related. We set up the karaoke machine downstairs and Riley oh. was, and Riley was singing <laughs> and Riley was singing. And honest to God, I love my daughter. She's very creative. Yeah. She could be, a, she could be a writer. She could be a, a, a what do you call it when you write songwriter? music? Songwriter. She could be a songwriter. She's she not going to be, be a singer. She could be a dancer, she's a performer. Probably, she's probably not going to be a singer. She's definitely. She's tone deaf like you, but she, she has the is performance. Tone, she, she is all about the performance. Yeah. So today she was doing opera yeah. on the karaoke machine. And opera is not something that you want to, you know, play around with on a microphone when you don't know how to opera. I suspect. When you don't know how to operate. When you, yeah, exactly. And it, it sounded like a dying mule. Yeah. And it hurt my ears so bad. And she I, was and so no, but sad. here's what happened. And I feel terrible. Yeah. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. She's never singing again. I thought, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think she was trying. Yeah. I thought she was trying to be annoying. Yeah. And I reacted as if she was trying to be annoying. And when I reacted by saying, Oh, Riley, what is that? And she says, it's opera. I'm like, it's not opera. And you need to stop that. I thought, honest to God, I'm not proud of this because I feel like I hurt her feelings big time. Yeah, a little bit. She She wrote in her diary. She said, I'll never sing again. My dad said I was so bad. That's what she said. She stopped. She turned the microphone off and she walked upstairs really. (laughs) Told me what happened. It was terrible. I felt terrible. But I'm sitting here thinking there's no way she was trying to sing. There's no way that someone who really, truly wants to belt down a tune will belt down that. That was like. So what do you do? What do yeah. you do? Do you encourage them? Even though it, like, my well, ears were bleeding. It goes back to like, when you remember, you'd see like American Idol auditions and there would be like family there encouraging for a singer who wasn't like, like ridiculously bad, but clearly not good as a family. Are you like, go and, and embarrass, embarrass yourself on TV? I don't TV. think you do. I mean, it would be I don't so think you do. hard. I, and you know what? Here's a lesson. I, I'll be honest. Like my dad, my dad was pretty blunt. Mm-hmm. My sister, Laura, was a super awesome athlete. Yeah. He went to her first basketball game. Yeah. We came home and on the way home, he said to my sister, Laura, I don't think basketball is your sport. Yeah. He said to me when I played quarterback, he said, Ryan, like you're too short. Your arm's not that good. You're not a good quarterback. <laughs> He's like, you're slow, you're, you're short, cr- you you're can't cr- throw the football. You're crying as you see this. Yeah, he story. just said to me, hey, listen, I'll call a spade a spade. Maybe you should try defense because oh this God. isn't your position anymore. Yeah. Right? I don't know. My, I think that's my dad. And there's you know a what? balance, though. I, I It hurt. Yeah. But I think it was a really good lesson for me to understand that sometimes you're not good at certain things. Yeah. Like and, you, you don't have to be. I think it's the parent's job to encourage and maybe guide where you see as an adult that your kid will thrive in. And and you know what? Let them experience this. It's not like you're shutting it off right away, but really try to guide them in an area and let them kind of make those Jesus, mistakes and I those would decisions. Pay for, I would honestly pay for, for lessons. But right now she's Riley. seven. She's We're not like, hey, you're going on Star Search. No, I don't want her to go on Star Search. <laughs> People don't even know what that show she's, is, by the way. Cut it out. I don't want but her to go on Star Search because she's so bad. <laughs> honestly, go ahead. 
I'll encourage my daughter. But okay. if she tries to go on stage at American Idol, I'm going to say, right, let's but be honest. But that girl could go on. So I'm gonna, you think I'm you can dance. going to get stuck in traffic. She'd be an amazing dancer. Like Incredible. Could, yeah. Incredible. Do you, remember when, do you remember when she was talking to her one friend and she said something? I can't remember what it was. And her friend wasn't really good at it. And Ryan. Oh, yeah. And she says, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's for you. She, it's I, Yeah. No, she said, I don't think she was put here for this. Oh, yeah. Which and, is really nice. Which is what you should have said about her opera. Right. Anyways. Okay. So can we just circle back here for one circle. sec? Circle. One sec. Circle. Um, I feel like a lot of my friends love Costco. Like we bought a Costco membership, I think last year, two years ago for like our very first membership. Yeah. Like we, when I would go to Costco, I would go when my mom was going. We've been to Costco twice, by the way. Yeah. Since in, we've in had the that. In two years. In the, since we've Actually, had that probably three. I think three years. Three times. But either way, a lot of our friends and I think just adults in general love Costco. And I'm here to say that I actually effing hate Costco. And it's, We love Costco. We don't love the experience of Costco. I don't Costco. love the experience with Costco. Even with without kids. Like I've been without kids and I still come out with like high blood pressure. It's it's the lack of social awareness. Spatial. And social. Spatial and social. Spatial drives me nuts. Both of them. Like, it's like everybody just thinks that they're in a fucking game of Pac-Man and there's only like, it's only them going and they're like, I just can't handle and everyone it. everyone else is ghosts. Everybody. Like, I don't understand and, and people don't see or if they want a specific product and they keep their stupid cart right in the middle and they're not aware that like people are trying to go around it. I... I cannot handle it. Like I just get so frustrated with people and mostly because I feel like I'm like ultra aware of spatial awareness and, and how I am in a space. That, Unless you're driving in which case <laughs> you just focus on what's in front of you. Well, that's keeps me a good driver. Mm. Anyway, I just can't stand. Uh, all when, state would disagree. I've gotten in one accident when I was 16 cause I didn't want to run over a kitten. Fair. So sue me. Fair. Um, I almost killed us the other day, but yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. another story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good driver. Okay, anyways. Thankfully, other people around you are good drivers. I, uh, well, that's another thing that drives me nuts. I hate being the passenger, or I hate driving when you're the passenger. You're so annoying. Mm. Anyway, Costco is just a no for me. It's a big no. We go, we spent too much money today on shit that we really didn't need, and that's why we go well, once a year. you can justify it. You can justify because it Because we easy. went once a year. But yes, you can justify it, but oh. that's the problem. That right? light would look nice beside my bed. Yes, everything. It's just, it's a no. Like, the light I that don't, I never get to turn on. I think we go to Costco for... Um, diapers, wipes, my face wipes, and like detergent. <laughs> and you like those thin. Uh, I like those pretzel pretzels. thins. Those, those are the those are the only items. You got steak and chicken, which here's is fine. My, here's my pet peeve. That's it, it. You social. You can be a total jerk, mm -hmm. and I'll be upset about you. But if you're an idiot, spatially, spatially, <laughs> I've got no patience. Worst. I have no patience for people with no spatial awareness. Yeah. When I'm trying to reverse my car, and you are trying to oh, put that your cart. Oh my god! I could have got out of the car. I, I could have got out. When you're when you're like un, when you're unloading your cart yes. in the back of your car, and you put your cart behind my car right and i'm reversing just inching out so that they can see the brake lights like and constantly they inching 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 it. inching when i have to tap the cart to be like <laughs> get the fuck <laughs> away from my car there's something wrong with you there is something mentally wrong with you if you can't figure out that oh my cart happens to I be know. behind this this van it's so full annoying. of kids who are angry and screaming and a wife who's frustrated oh that driver looks a little upset i should probably move my fucking car they don't though they don't they don't they, don't they don't just care. sit there and look at you I hate and it. it's like oh no and then they look the at you blank, like it's your turn like it's your issue it's like the blank, here. it's the blank look on their face of like 
Um, my cart's here. I'm loading my vehicle. What do you want me to do? I want you to move your fucking cart. That's all I want you to do. Just move your cart. <laughs> oh, okay, tell me this story and then oh we're going to wrap it up. God. What's the snake story? That, that is, I've that, been that is you know what? That's number one on my list. Spatial, spatial awareness. awareness. I get that. I, that's up there for me too. Spatial awareness. You ain't got spatial awareness. You got to get the hell out of here. You ain't got to go home. But you, you got, got to get the hell out of Costco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Costco. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the snake story? This is a snake story. This isn't grinding my balls or anything. Your the, testes. Yeah. Grind my testes. Sorry. No. Te- twist. twist my testes. Twist yeah. the testes. This, this is, is not twisting funny. my testes. This is a really funny story. You that just happened. said you wanted to wait and tell me. Yeah. I had to tell you this okay. story. So the other day we are out side and one of the neighbors one of the little girls has this um tupperware container and inside this tupperware container it's clear it looks like what i would see is a snake and and ryan doesn't like snakes i don't like snakes at all and so i said to her like hey what what you got in there she's like i got a snake i'm like oh fuck so i'm like okay well then cooper being cooper's like i want to see the snake and yeah he did today okay and i said no cooper you can't see the snake because (laughs) i'm fucking terrified of it like i'll be honest with you i'm fucking terrified of this snake i've swore so much in the last five minutes i know my dad's gonna be on you um I'm so terrified of snakes. And so I'm like, no, Cooper, let's just back up. Like, like let her do her thing with her snake. And she's like, oh, come here, show, Cooper, I'll show you. I'm like, no, please don't. So anyways, we go over to the snake, but the lid's on. So I'm cool with it, right? The lid's on. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a cool snake. Well, it's I gotta like, go. It's like a nice little garter snake or gardener snake, whatever they're called. The little guys. So anyways, she walks away. I'm like, thank God. Get the hell out of here. GTFO, right? And the snake or the little girl? The little girl with the snake. Because they're, the, they're one of the same as far as I'm, I don't trust either of them at this point. I don't, I don't trust either of them at this point. Okay. So she walks away. Well, Cooper starts to chase her. And I'm like, Cooper, like, get back here, Cooper. Like, I really don't want Cooper yeah, in here. Yeah. Anyways, her brother comes from the other direction, realizes that she has a snake. Well, her brother, like Cooper, like, like a lot of kids, mm-hmm. is like, oh, let me pick this snake up. So I'm walking really quickly towards this snake. And I see that this little kid has got this snake. And he seems to be like really in control of this snake. Right. Like he's the snake whisperer or something. Okay. Right. And I'm thinking, this kid watches a lot of the Discovery Channel. He knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. Got the snake by the back of the head. I think head. he's five. All things, all things good. I'm like, okay, I think we're in a good situation. Good we can get closer to this. Well, sure. as I get closer to this, I start to realize, I'm like thinking, wait a second. I think his head's on the other way. I think he's holding him by his tail. Oh, God. Now I'm realizing this kid doesn't know anything about fucking snakes. Because if he knew something about snakes, he knows you got to grab the back of that fucking head. Did you start So sweating? I said to him, I said to, I'm like, whoa. I said, buddy. Hey, buddy, do you know what you're doing? He's like, yeah, I, I play with these snakes all the time. I'm like, are you sure you know what you're doing? He's like, yeah. I'm like, so Cooper starts inching closer. Yeah. I'm like, Cooper, I'm Cooper, holding Cooper, I'm holding Cooper's hand so tight. I'm like, Cooper, you do not go over that snake. That snake, you cannot trust that snake. So the kid says to me, the kid, the kid says, oh, look at his eyes are red. I'm like, of course his eyes are fucking red. He's the devil. So, so I'm like, so I look at him. I'm like, kid, listen, I, with all due respect, I'm sure you know a little thing about snakes, but I'm, I know a lot about snakes. <laughs> And, and you can't, I'm like, you can't, you can't hold a snake like that. I'm like, he's going to bite you. He's like, he's not going to bite me. What happens? Like a Hollywood movie, snake props his head open, looks at this kid with his well, tail. Well, looks at you first. Yeah, he stares at me, 
gives his one little tongue thing and then turns his head and goes bam oh, bites and his just finger. bites his hand oh. i'm like oh. i'm like let go of the snake <laughs> so the the kid screams he throws the snake up in the air now the snake's closer to me and it's coming at me yeah. and cooper and all these other kids by the way just so, just so everyone's you, clear did you leave cooper? just so everyone's clear i ran <laughs> <laughs> just so everyone's clear. You left Coop. I left Coop. I left the kids. I ran. I, there's a snake coming at me and it just bit somebody. You think I'm going to trust this thing? So anyways, it lands on the ground and all the kids are gathering around it. And I oh grabbed Coop. I couldn't, I'm just honestly, picturing this, honest to God. I, was t- like, I sweat through my shirt underneath my teats. Underneath I sweat completely underneath my teats. I'm like, we need to get the hell out of here. The dad comes. <laughs> says, did you see the snake? I said, I saw the snake. He's like, is it a poisonous snake? And he didn't even see his kid's, like, his kid's hand was Kid's bit. face is blown up. His neck no, is he, swollen. I don't think he had saw his kid yet. Oh, he did. He did. Oh, his, oh, oh. his kid ran home at, oh, like crying because okay, okay. the snake bit him. Yeah, in all fairness, he might have been poisonous. <laughs> He's a black mamba. <laughs> like a baby so black mamba. I love that you were like... I love you, Cooper, but oh, not fuck. this much. Hey, he got into it himself. That's his problem. I told him. I warned Cooper oh, a couple times. Oh, stay away that from that happened? snake. You stay away from that snake. So when the snake started flying at us, yeah. it was on him, man. He went over there. Sorry. I didn't go over there. Yeah. I went over there to protect my son. Right. And then you were like, I'm done. <laughs> then I realized some people need to learn their own lessons. <laughs> that's in your son. Yeah. I learned that lesson a long time ago. Stay away from snakes. <laughs> Oh, that's and good. now he knows. Now he knows not now to go knows. around with you because you won't protect what, him. You know what really grinds my gears? What? People who have snakes. <laughs> Can't trust them. I'm done. Can't do it. Goodbye. Later. Peace out. A town. Snakes. Snakes. everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group, and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you gotta know yourself.